0: You're tuned in to the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Come on. Who's ready for 2023? You ready? Welcome to The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. So glad that you're here. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Wonderful. Because we serve the wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm already stoked because that's all I need. Jesus is enough. What else could we possibly need than the Savior of all mankind, right, who who died on the cross for our sins? I hope you had some good time with the family. I know holidays can be a little rough. Sometimes they're not a time of celebration. Sometimes it's the hard reality, the harsh reality of the state of our life, the state of our situation. Maybe it's something that we caused. Maybe it's something that others have caused. Maybe you're going through a season of tremendous warfare. I understand that. Listen, I've had my share of warfare. What I mean by warfare, spiritual warfare. Things that happen, to try to discourage you, that have a uh, let's see how can we describe this? They 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 come from the demonic world. They they're they're things that are happening in our life that are not from God. They're not good. Everything good is from God. Although everything good is not God. You got to be careful. God is always good, but not everything that quote unquote looks good is from God. Actually, John Bevere's got a good book on that if you ever want to read about that. But you know. God is a good God. We're in a major spiritual battle. The Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. We talk about this often because a lot of people don't talk about it. They say, become a Christian. Everything will be great. Then you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and all of a sudden, everything goes bananas. And you're like, what happened? Well, welcome to the world of Christianity. If you're a follower of Jesus, that means you're going to have spiritual warfare. But guess what? That's because you're on the winning team and you're on your way to heaven to spend eternity ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ. So we are passing through in this world to live as Christ, to die as gain. There are good things that happen in this world. In fact, the Bible says that our life in Christ is a life more abundantly. We live more abundantly in Christ. So we have abundance. We're on the winning team. We're able to pull down the strongholds, we're able to have victory in Jesus, like the old song says. But there's warfare. So maybe you went through some warfare over the holiday. If you didn't, praise God. You had a good Christmas, awesome. If you did have one of those challenging Christmases with some family members or people in your life, or maybe you were lonely, listen, I don't want to diminish how strong that feeling of loneliness can be. When I was single for many, many years, I was extremely lonely. I had to fight that. And by the way, you can be married and be lonely. You could be married and be in an unequally yoked marriage and be just as lonely, if not more lonely than you are when you're single. Have you ever thought about that? I talk to a lot of people that they say that's the case. So the thing is, we have to learn to pull our strength from Jesus, Christ alone. He's our rock. He's the firm foundation. He is the one that we have built our house upon, the solid rock, like the wise builder in the parable all of the ground is sinking sand. But if we trust in God, we know that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. We know that he's writing our story. He is the potter and we're the clay. And by the way, he's outside of the constraints of time. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. He's the creator of all things. This is the God we serve. He's not some little in a box God that can only do a couple of things. I love to, you know, when people constantly tell me, you can't do that, God can't do that. What do you mean, God can't? I don't think those two words even go together. They're an oxymoron. God can't. What do you mean? God can. Anything he wants. Whatever he wants. He's God. He's the creator. You know, people try to figure it out. In our human finite brains, we're not really able to figure the whole thing out. There's an old song, another old song. It says, You'll understand it better by and by. You and I will understand. We'll understand why that person that we loved had to die. We'll understand why there was that sudden situation that was so tragic and we never quite understood it. Like I said, everything good doesn't always come from God if we declare it good, but God is always good. God is always good. He is good. He doesn't do anything bad. He does everything good. It's a little bit hard to understand. What do you mean everything good doesn't come from God? Well, some things that we declare is good, in other words, you know? I mean, somebody could think, uh, you know, having sex outside of marriage is good. Well, the Bible says it's not good. So you got to be careful with what you consider good. It might be good to you, but it it might not be good for you. So not everything good is God, but God is always good. Does that make sense? I hope it does. But the thing is that the, the, the trials, the tests the challenges, the warfare. That's because we're in a fallen world. The original sin in the Garden of Eden brought us into a fallen world. Now, Jesus came to bridge the gap. He bridged the gap between a holy God and a fallen man. That's why he is the atonement. He is the eternal sacrificial lamb. We just celebrated his birthday. And that's why we celebrate, because he is the eternal sacrificial lamb. He did die on the cross for our sins, and by the way, he rose again, and he is alive, and he is the way, the truth, and the life, and so we talk about these things to encourage you so that you understand the situation of the world, and I understand the situation of the world, and we have that basic instructions before leaving earth, the Bible, so today what we're going to talk about, because I want to see you set up for success, am I concerned about what the World Economic Forum is doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Klaus Schwab, Noah Harari. Of course, these people are doing the work of Satan. Let's just be real, okay? And there are many nefarious plans in action. In fact, when I was praying in my prayer closet not that long ago, the Lord said to me, many are the plans of the wicked. So I can live in that place all day. I can just try to think about whatever, every plan that they're devising and try to get ahead of them. Or I can do what the Lord says to focus on what's pure, what's holy, what's righteous and to be about the business of the Lord. I can find my strength in Jesus Christ. I can find my peace. Now, does that mean we don't get involved? Absolutely not. We must get involved. The Bible says, occupy. Occupy until he comes. Faith without works is dead. We need to be the head and not the tail. We need to be involved in the schools, in our community, in politics, in all the areas of influence in our society, including the school system. Everything. Christians are meant to to lead. The culture's meant to be downstream of the church. We're not to be trying to mimic the world or look like the world or try to get the world to like us. We're we're supposed to be speaking the truth of the word of God because it's the truth that sets the captive free. So there are things that we can do to better our lives. I'm gonna go through a list on today's program. Number one is to get into a deeper relationship with God. All of us can do this. I don't care how holy you are, how amazing you are. Listen, if you're an awesome, amazing person that really loves the Lord and is authentic, praise God for you, seriously. There's not a lot of people like you. So if that's you, if you really feel in your heart, you know you're doing everything you can, you have an active prayer life, you're, you, you worship regularly, you're in the word, you know, you got a real, real relationship. I mean, you know, you're not going to hear the words, depart from me, workers of iniquity, I never knew you. You're going to be the one that hears, well done, good and faithful servant. If that's you, praise God. But I would, um, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would uh, probably believe that a lot of people on this broadcast, even though you're Christian, you could go deeper. That would be something that could happen and would benefit and behoove you. I'm going to say it would behoove me in 2023 to go deeper with the Lord, to go deeper in my walk, to spend more time with the Lord, to hear his voice, you know, just a closer walk with thee. That's what I want, Lord. I want to go deeper in you. I want to be stronger in my faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, we can move a mountain. How much faith? The faith of a mustard seed. Could I be a better husband? Probably. Could I be a better dad? Yes. There's a lot of areas where I can improve. Now, of course, I can sit here and tell you all the things that are wrong with my wife, my daughter, my family, my friends. But you know, if you go to a good counselor, you know what they're going to tell you? Well, how can you do better? What can you do better? And that's what I'm going to encourage you today. Look, I'm not here to be hard on you, but I want you to be set up for success. So we're going to talk about 10 things that we can do to better our life in 2023. Number 1 is going deeper in our relationship with God. I thought that would be important to put at the top because listen, everybody pretty much can go deeper. And we should always be going deeper until the day that we die. We should always be going deeper. We should always want to go deeper. You know, if I see you uh, five years from now, you know, I should be able to say, you know, what's the Lord speaking to you? And you should be able to tell me, well, I'm in first Timothy right now and he's speaking this or in this season, he's telling me to do this, or this is the vision the Lord has put on my heart or this is what I need to do more. We should all be doing that. Be accountable, uh, confess our sins to one another, you know, have accountability in our life. So number one, go deeper in our relationship with God. Now listen, we're gonna go nine more things. Stay tuned because this is gonna set you up for success as we go into 2023. You don't wanna miss this. My name is Pastor Todd. This is the Todd Coconado Show. We'll be right back. Pastor We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. Thank you for tuning in. 10 things that we can do better in 2023. What can we do better? Well, we can do a lot of things better. Obviously, there's more than 10, but we're going to go through 10. I think 10 of the top, that the Lord's really put on my heart, things that we can do to be set up for success. The world has gone crazy. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. They're calling what's evil good, what's good evil. I can report to you on 30, 40, 50 egregious things right now on this broadcast. I used to do that. You know why I stopped doing that? Because there's there's such an avalanche and you have plenty of people in the alternative media that are doing that. And so I will talk about things. I definitely do. I call out things. I call out this whole ridiculous nonsense with the uh, transgender attacks and the story time. And, you know, I call out everything. I mean, from the deep state and the Biden, you know, and and, and his ridiculous uh, demonic regime. You know, I call that stuff out. Look, I'm not afraid to talk about anything. Okay. But why do I focus on what we're talking about today? Because I know that we are in it and we're not of it. So, we can sit here and be inside the Babylon system and just operate in it and live in it and be just disgusted and demoralized and disenfranchised and depressed and angry and bitter. and or, or we can come out from among them like the Bible says and we can be operating in the spirit of the Lord and have divine appointments, open doors, favor, blessing and move forward in Christ no matter what's going on in this crazy world where you can have a smile on your face And you can see the favor of God because you're operating in God's economy and not the world's economy. we're going to talk about that in just a minute. So that's what I want to see in 2022. We're going to come out from among them. In fact, I'm writing a book called that. We are coming out from among this Babylon, disgusting, depraved, ridiculous, unbelievable. I mean, all these headlines, they're so unbelievable. They're so bombastic at this point. And I could just regurgitate them all. We could sit here for over an hour, and I could just go over and over all these things. Or I could be a good shepherd, because I am a pastor, and maybe I could actually tell you what the Bible says. Hmm, what a concept, right? That you can operate in a position of strength, in a position of victory, even in the middle of the chaos. Yes, that's right. And so that's the message. The message is, we're in it, but we're not of it. Come out from among them. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Number two on the list, get into God's word more often. Well, that's a no-brainer. The Bible says faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. So if we get into the word of God, we are going to be set up for success. We're going to be empowered. I've never met anybody that loves the word that's not successful. Never. A real lover of the word. I'm talking about somebody that's in the word all the time, that understands the, the kingdom dynamics that applies them in their life, in their situation, in their finances, in their marriage, in their relationships, in their life, in their job, in their business, in their parenting, if you apply it, you know, I was involved in in something that I think grieved the Lord a while back. And he said something to me. He said, (laughs) what his word says, he says, if you love me, you'll follow my commandments. I was going around saying, Hey, I'm a Christian, which I was, but I was still engaged in things that were disappointing the Lord. And the Lord said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Otherwise, you know what? It's all lip service. You don't really love me, dude. That really hit me hard because, of course, I do love the Lord. Many of you know my testimony. I got stabbed nine times, one in the heart. The Lord saved my life. Kind of a big deal. It's up on my uh, YouTube and Facebook, and you can find my testimony online. But, you know, kind of a big deal. So I had an encounter with the Lord, and I do love the Lord wholeheartedly. That's why I do what I do. That's why we go through all the stuff we do as a family. And I don't want to pat on the back or for you to say, oh, you know, thank you. I'm just saying, like, it's a lot, you know. It it definitely wouldn't have been my profession of choice. I I could go, you know, work at some resort somewhere, like some of my friends from high school or, you know, grow marijuana and bury money in the back like some people I know are doing. You know, I could do some stuff like that, but then I'd be on my way to hell. Or I could do what the Lord's called me to do, which I'm doing, and deal with... All the ramifications of that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Listen, as a believer in Christ, you have a calling. There's a purpose for your life. He said he made you fearfully and wonderfully. There's a plan. There's a purpose. And so many of us need to step up and do that. Get into God's word more often. Number two, please, become a lover of the word. You will be set up for success. Number three, become a strong prayer warrior. Spend time in the secret place daily also worship. If you become a worshiper, you will be set up for success. You will hear from the Lord. People say, I can't hear the Lord's voice. I don't know how to hear from the Lord. If you get into worship and prayer on a daily basis and you start asking the Holy Spirit to speak to you, not just you telling God what you want, I call it the Santa list, but you get in that place, you say, Lord, what do you have for me? What do you have for me today? What am I doing that's not right? What am I doing that is right? What, you know? What's pleasing you? What's not pleasing you? I want to hear from you, God. He'll start, look, he'll wake you up at 3 in the morning. I'm telling you, he does it to me several times a week usually. He'll wake you up and he'll put something on your heart and it'll be something that you didn't even think about or you didn't even worry about. The other day he woke me up. We had this meeting and uh, there were some people that came out and uh, he woke me up at like 3.30 in the morning. He said, there was a witch in that meeting. I wouldn't have known that but the Holy Spirit told me. Now I knew how to pray, and I started praying and interceding and, and going back and remembering what she said and what she did in the meeting. That's 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 wisdom from the Holy Spirit. You would not know that otherwise, but God speaks to you. He speaks. He says, my sheep hear my voice. How many times in my life have I been on the wrong track? And God said, son, you're doing the wrong thing. You need to turn. You need to stop doing that, or don't do this, or that's the wrong choice, or don't walk through that door, or Turn that thing down even though it looks good. Get out of that relationship that's not of me. That's your flesh. Yeah, a lot of times. That's why we become a prayer warrior. Number four, this is a big one. Kill the spirit of fear. Kill anxiety, kill doubt, kill jealousy, comparison, covetedness, pride, anger, manipulation, lies, haughtiness, rebellion, and get in line with God's plan for your life. That's pretty self-explanatory there. A lot of people are dealing with the spirit of fear. I see so many Christians that are operating in fear still. What does God say? He says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but a power and love and of a sound mind. He also tells us, do not conform to the things of this world, but be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. He does not want your mind to be messed up. Anxiety, what does he say? Be anxious for nothing and all things through prayer and supplication. Doubt, no, we can't have that. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Jealousy, that's an anti-fruit. He doesn't want us to be jealous. He doesn't want us to compare. He doesn't want us to covet. That's all right there in the word. It's even in the 10 commandments, by the way. Uh, Pride, pride comes before a fall. Anger, obviously not of the Lord. You could have a righteous anger, but that's different. You're doing something that the Lord wants you to do, and you're doing it in a way that the Lord would have you do it. Not doing something stupid or foolish or hurting somebody else—that's not what that's about. Anger in the flesh type is a bad thing. A lot of people walking around with a chip on their shoulder, angry. God wants us to have joy, peace, love, kindness. Look into the fruit of the spirit: long suffering. Another, you know, a lot of people are doing another thing that a lot of people are doing is manipulation. They try to manipulate their way through life. Stop it! Stop with the manipulation manipulation is not going to get you anywhere. Eventually all that stuff's going to come out by the way, and you're going to look really foolish. So stop it now before it's too late. Okay. Don't manipulate your situation. Don't manipulate into relationships. A lot of people are really good at manipulating their way into a relationship, but that's why the relationship fails because it was, it was started on false pretenses. You got to be truthful with people. Listen, I've had to learn these lessons too. We're all sinners in need of a savior all of sin and falling short of the glory of god all right we'll be back we still got a lot more to go through on this list how are you going to be set up for success in this new year 2023 i want to see you set up for success pastor todd.org we'll be right back yes all right welcome back to the todd coconato show pastor todd here Hey, you can go to our website, And We've got a lot of resources there. All of our broadcasts are on there, by the way, at least most of them. And um, you can find out how to get in contact with me and places I'm speaking at, different things like that, PastorTod.org. We'd love to see you there. Talking about 10 things that we can do better in 2023. Just kind of like, you know, recalibrating. Okay, just recalibrating. Okay, next one. Very important. Number five. Live within our means. Don't go into debt. Pay off the bills instead of creating new ones if and when possible. Another thing that you probably need to start doing if you're not doing it, I would highly encourage you to do this, is tithe. Listen, I'm going to talk about tithing for a minute, okay? Now, you can look at the scripture in Malachi. You can look at some verses in the New Testament. There's a great argument to tithe and and why I believe that we should. Now, here's the thing. For many years, I'm just going to be completely transparent with you Even in my walk with Jesus, I was against tithing. I thought it was Old Testament. I listened to a lot of these people that are against tithing. And I said, oh, it's the pastor. He just wants to buy a new Rolex and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just listened to all the nonsense. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I was a businessman. I made good money. I was bivocational. This was even part of the time I was in the ministry. But I'm going to tell you something. I never could get ahead financially. It was like something would always come and rob me. That might be you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, a pipe would burst or something would get damaged on the house or I'd get into a car accident or my tire would blow out or something would always happen. I'd get a ticket. Something always happened every single time I saved money. And it was like I was, I was being a rebel because I didn't want to, you know, cave. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to give my money to the pastor. am not going to give my money because I've been burned. Well, you know what? I was only burning myself. The minute I started to apply the principle of tithing, which by the way, the Lord says, test me in this. I'm going to tell you some things turned around. Even when I didn't have a lot of money, it seemed like my money started stretching. I would get checks in the mail out of nowhere that I didn't even expect people would give me money. It was kind of crazy. And, and there was a time in 2008, I remember this, when everybody was losing their jobs and their homes. And I, you know, I owned a home at that time and I was, you know, somehow came through unscathed. During the, during the big uh, Great Depression or, you know, Great Recession, I guess they call it, right? Not the depression, the, the recession. So, you know, I'm just going to tell you, look, I love you enough. You don't have to tie to this ministry. Of course, if I am your pastor, then you should. But, you know, all I'm saying is just understand the concept of tithing. I think it's going to set you up for success. In fact, I know it will. I've seen this in many people's lives. The biggest givers are always blessed for some reason. I'm telling you right now. Some of the people that I know that are very, they would be considered successful People in Christ are the biggest givers. I'm telling you right now, they understand the concept of tithing. You would not believe how many, uh, some of these people, how much money they give away. I mean, it's, I know somebody that gives away 80% and only keeps 20% to live on. I mean, that's, that's reverse tithing and they're living in abundance. So yeah, think about that. Okay. Actually, multiple people I know that do that. Okay. Next. Um, let's get on to the next one here because we got to move through here. Uh, let's see here. Number six, very important. Forgive. Don't hold aught. Don't operate in the spirit of offense either, by the way. A lot of people going around looking at what they can be offended at. I mean, I know these people. I'm telling you, I've seen them in the church for many, many years. They're always mad at something. They're always offended. It's like whatever the latest thing is that they can be offended about. I mean, things you wouldn't even think that you would ever be offended about. They're offended about because they're walking in that spirit of offense. Don't be that person. You know, look at the glass half full. Become the silver lining person. Remember that you're coming from a position of strength in Christ. Remember who you are. Know your identity. Be confident. Don't be bitter and don't be in offense. But the other big one in this number six is forgiveness. Listen, I always tell people, you know, I, I shared a little bit about my testimony earlier, being stabbed. That was one of the hardest things ever is forgiving the guy that stabbed me. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I'm Italian. I have an Italian family. They were all telling me, we got to get this guy. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, it was really hard to lay it down. And by the way, over the years in the ministry, I've been burned. I've been backstabbed. I know you know what I'm talking about. by people that I thought were my friends that turned on me, they got jealous. Things happened. It's a rough situation. It's a rough world out there, friends. (laughs) Look, if anybody gets it, I get it. If you're going through some stuff, I understand. You're not the only one, by the way. A lot of people are just real good at making their lives look amazing on social media. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's, that's fake, phony, and false. The reality is that everybody goes through stuff. You're not alone. But the deal is we forgive not just for the other person, but really more for yourself. I, I, I deal with a lot of sick people in the ministry. I go to hospitals and pray for people, do funerals, and you know pray with a lot of people that have family members that are sick, or maybe they themselves are sick. And I will tell you, a very, very regular common denominator is unforgiveness. It makes us sick in our body. We literally get sick from unforgiveness. Don't hold that in your heart. Don't hold aught. Just release it. Give it to God. Lay it down at the foot of the cross. He is our defense. We shall not be moved. He goes before us. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. We don't have to be the vengeful one. We don't have to spite. We don't have to go to war with somebody that's what the devil wants. He wants you distracted. God will take care of that person. Did it end well for Hitler? Did it end well for any of the people in the Bible that that were the evil characters? Never. They always have to stand before the throne. They will spend their eternity in hell unless they repent. You better believe everybody is going to have to answer to God. He sees and knows all. If somebody's done you dirty, it's going to come out. And God will be the one that clears your name, by the way. He's done it for me many times. Satan is the accuser. You're going to be accused as a believer. Another thing people don't really tell you much. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He's a liar. He's an accuser. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He he comes, you know, roaring like a lion. I mean, he wants to take you down. So we've got to be thick-skinned. Spiritual warfare is important. Get on your knees. Repent before the Lord. Don't have any open doors. I don't know if you heard my, uh, recently I put up on my Rumble channel a really important interview with John Ramirez, evangelist John Ramirez. I highly encourage you to go to my Rumble uh, channel, the Todd Coconato Show. Add me on Rumble, by the way. It's it's a free speech platform. And uh, I'll tell you, that guy, he used to be uh, an occultist, and he breaks it down. Open doors. Christians don't understand about open doors. They're big. Big deal, open doors. Don't have open doors. Do we all have open doors? Well, Yes, uh, like I said earlier, he was without sin, you know, cast the first stone, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But we got to be good repenters. We got to get on our face and say, Lord, please forgive me of my sin and unrighteousness. I'm going to do better in 2023. I'm going I'm to walk in holiness and consecration set apart. I'm going to lay down the idols in my life. I'm going to lay down these areas of sin. And listen, sometimes there's areas that you need help and you got to call upon the name of the Lord. Say Lord I need your strength, I need your wisdom, I need strategy, I need help. That's where outside accountability comes in. Get rid of the thing that's causing you to sin, whatever it is, throw it away. Get rid of it. If the computer in your room is causing you to do it, get the computer out of your room. If it's your cell phone, put on a, an app on there that that, you know, uh, you know like those ones that they set up for the kids. You know, so that you can't get on the porn site or whatever it is. You're being rude to your wife. Somebody on here is even abusive. You're abusive to your wife and you're and you're and you're making excuses. Stop it. The Lord sees it. You gotta stop it, man. Not, not because I'm trying to call you out, but because you gotta stop it. Stop being an abusive person. It's not who you are. Repent. God has given you tremendous grace. I don't know why I feel like I need to say this right now. Stop, please. 2023. It's a new year. Repent today. The Lord had me say this for you specifically. All right, number seven. Don't keep listening to the same people who have shown you many times they're not credible. Hear from God. Test the spirits. As a shepherd, as a pastor, I'll tell you, this one really gets me because a lot of people that consider me their pastor or come to me for different advice or counsel or different things, you know, and and, and they tell me about some of the people they're listening to. And I'm like, but that person, how many times have they got it wrong? And yet they keep making excuses for it for whatever reason, we just tend to, you know, gloss that over and keep listening to them. I don't know. They have an appeal or something that you like about them. You like the person or maybe they have a big following or, you know, a big platform. And, you know, it's just really appealing. They're, they're cute. They're, they're good looking to the eye. I don't know why you listen to them. There's maybe it's a demonic anointing. There's a lot of charlatans out there, but all I'm saying is, look, I mean, test the spirits. If the person said this is going to happen on this, you know, on this date or this is going to happen or that's going to happen and it and it keeps not happening, why are you still listening to that person? That I think some of you think that this has to do with Christianity. No it does not. The Bible specifically calls these people out. And I hear all these people making excuses of why it's okay that they got it wrong. No, that's just cuz they want your money. And they want they just want to keep their platform. You got to be wise, friends. Test the spirits. Lord, is this you? Holy Spirit, is this you? Is this you, God? That's why the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. A good shepherd or a good teacher or a good minister is going to tell you, number one, repentance is very, very important. It's extremely important to God. Have you ever heard the scripture in 2 Chronicles 7, 14? If my people who are called by my name, he's talking to us. He wants us to humble ourselves and seek his face and call upon his name. you know and all these different things that we need to do, repentance is key. So anybody that's not talking about repentance and they're just saying everything's gonna be great, you you don't need to do anything. that's a a big red flag right there. I really hope they're saying, but you know the church has to repent, we've got to be uh, operating in consecration, purity and holiness because the Bible says that if you're lukewarm, it'll spit you out and a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So you know please. This is one that really, really gets me because I see a lot of people that are caught up in this stuff. Look, I don't hate the person. I'm not even mad at them. Maybe a little righteous anger, but just because I don't want to see you deceived. If you go to the word of God and you, be, you, you follow those steps that we talked about one, two, three, four, five, six you're going to be set up for success, friends. You don't need to listen to what this person says about everything, they're not your, your spirit guide. Now, look. Are there ministers that teach? Yes. There's a five-fold ministry. Do I believe in prophecy? Yes. But please, just please be wise, okay? All right, that, I'm going I'm to stop beating that drum now, but test the spirits. Number eight, be accountable. Die to our flesh. Be teachable. Seek wise counsel when needed. There's a real problem with accountability in the body of Christ. Real problem. There's a real problem with the lack of mentorship and disciples. You know, this used to be a big thing back in the day. Part of it is because there's a lot of rebellious people and it's just gotten like way out of control where everybody thinks they know everything. Hello? Okay, we've all been guilty of this and we don't want to be submitted to anybody. We don't really, you know, if we don't like what we hear, we don't want to hear it. But sometimes, you know, we got to hear what we don't want to hear because that's actually going to set us up for success. Maybe like some of these things I'm talking about today. I'm not here to be popular, but I'm, I love you enough to set you up for success. See, if you never listen to this program again, you might not even know who I am. It's okay. I don't need my name in lights. This is about you being set up for success. I want to see you set up for success. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, somebody's getting a breakthrough today. Somebody's getting a breakthrough today. Be accountable, find somebody, ask the Lord if you can't find anybody and say, Lord, is there anybody that's been in the Lord a little bit longer, that's been in you longer, that really walks in wisdom, that I can maybe be accountable to a prayer partner, you know, somebody that you would have for me to have in my life, Lord, he will bring somebody, trust me, if he hasn't already. It's important to have mentors and elders and be a disciple because we're meant to make disciples, but we also have to be a disciple. And you know, it's reciprocal. And the thing is, if I didn't have people that, you know, even now, I still have people now that call me up. If I put something up that they think is off or something, they'll call me. They say, Ty, you know, I love you, man. But, hey, here's what I, I got to tell you today, man. And you know what? I'm teachable. Be teachable. It's important. Be humble before the Lord. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Don't be that that person that thinks you know it all. Please. Please. None of us do. All right. We will be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. PastorTodd.org. We love you. We'll be right back. Yes. Come on. Man, I hope in 2023 we get more on fire for Jesus than ever before. I am pumped up and on fire. I'm telling you. He's so real, he's so good, he's so holy, he's so worthy of praise. Man, I know some of these things are hard, but if you're still here, thank you, God bless you, (laughs) because I don't beat around the bush if you noticed, because I love you and I want you to be set up for success. But you know who loves you more than me is God, and he put in his word everything that we need to know to be set up for success. That's what I love so much about the word of God. So, you know, be accountable, Tie to your flesh, be teachable, seek wise counsel, those are all important. All right, number nine. This is a big one. You ready? I'm going to talk about it again. Come out from among them. Don't participate in the Babylon system. Be set apart and be holy. Consecrate ourselves in it, but not of it. Listen, all you got to do is look at like a Netflix or you know, whatever's out in the theater right now coming out from Hollywood, I mean, mainstream Hollywood, or the mainstream corporate media that are owned 90% by six corporations, or Disney, or any of these corporations that we've seen so much junk come from. I mean, when I, when I mention Disney, I mean, of course, I'm talking about, you know, the whole battle with Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis down in Florida, or, you know, some of the things that you've seen some Christian ministers. You could look at the headlines over the last year and see what I'm talking about, okay? I'm just, I'm just telling you the, the reality, Okay, there's a lot of stuff that we need to understand as Christians. Be in it, but not of it. Is there a demonic agenda? Absolutely. Of course there is. We already were told this in the Bible. And as the day gets later, we know there's a rise in the spirit of Antichrist. We know that Christians are seeing more and more persecution. We know that they're coming after Bible-believing Christians because ultimately that's what this is. It's a battle of light versus darkness. And the more that you press in in these areas that we're talking about today, the more warfare you're probably going to get. But that's because that's you're over the target. You're going to have family members trip out on you, manifest. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. It's like I often refer to it like the game whack-a-mole because that's how ridiculous it is. You know what I'm saying? You win one thing and then the next thing you got another challenge. Somebody else is coming against you. Somebody else is accusing you. Somebody else is manifesting. You just get over one thing, and then it seems like the devil hits you with the barrage. He's always trying to do something to discourage you. But that's because you're on your way to heaven. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're on your way to heaven. Your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He knows that. So the only thing he can do is discourage you, try to get you to be down, try to get you Distracted maybe even to go back to the world. That's what he would love for you to do. But you're not going to do that. No, not 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 ever, not ever. And definitely not in 2023. This is a year we press in. This is a year we depend on the Lord. We know this is the reality of the world. Come out from among them. Don't be a part. Listen, if you've been messing around with the world, you're still going to the club, you're still drinking, you know, getting drunk, partying, doing drugs, sleeping with your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Listen, I, I'm not here to try to rain on your parade, okay? People say, Christianity's got so many rules. Well, does it really? Because if you follow what the Bible says, you're actually set up for success. And if you allow yourself to have those areas of sin, those perpetual areas of sin continuing on, eventually it all comes down to, look, the wages of sin are death. Something bad's gonna come out of it. Are you gonna physically die? I'm not saying that, but spiritually. You know, there's a void, there's, there's something that's going to happen in your life because it's an open door. And so what the Lord is looking for is, is a people that are saying, look, I love you enough that I'm going to obey your commands. I love you enough that I'm going to stop doing that thing that I know I need to stop. I know it's hard sometimes, friends, but I'm telling you, when you do that, it's going to be a whole nother level. You're going to see God's favor, his blessing. Yes, there's going to be challenges, but you're going to see the favor, the blessing, the increase, the anointing increase, you're going to feel closer. You're going to know that you're in the, right, in, in the right, on the right path. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just know. And that's what we need to be doing as believers in Christ. No more messing around. This isn't a time to be messing around. Amen? Come out from among them. Number 10, speak words of life. Be a visionary. And remember, we are on that winning team as children of God. Come from a position of strength come from a position of victory that's the position that we have as believers we come from a position of strength we're not from a position of weakness i look at some of these weak people that call themselves christians but they they just flounder they, they you know it's like they just blow in the wind that's not a christian a christian's a warrior a christian's like that tree that's planted by the water you're not going to be moved you know like that like the like i was talking about earlier the parable of the builder I think it's in Matthew 7, you know, where where he built on the solid rock. When the storm comes, you're not going to blow away. When you're in the middle of the storm, you praise the Lord. Praise him through the storm. And watch what he does. He's going to turn that thing around. So we're going to speak words of life. We're going to speak words of life over our family. If you're married, over your marriage. If you're single, over your future spouse. Or if you are not meant to be married, over your life, just in general. I'm a blessed, and I know people that are just blessed and highly favored, singles. And uh, there's one woman minister I know. She just doesn't really want to be married. She doesn't even have a desire to be married. But she's about the business of the Lord. Praise God. Look, you know what? Marriage has its own set of challenges sometimes. Not everybody's called to marriage. Maybe you're not. It's okay. I just want you to be secure in who you are. Because God wants you to be secure in who you are. See, that's the whole thing. He didn't make a mistake in making you. And so we got to own it. We got to own it. We got to we got to look at the bright side. Look at you know when you wake up in the morning, listen, when I wake up sometimes that spirit of depression tries to come on me. I told you I'd be transparent with you on this, okay? It comes on me. And I cast it down that dirty rotten spirit in the name of Jesus. I said, "Get out of here. Get out. I am not going to be depressed today. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it." I start speaking life over the day. Now, I'm not any better than you, but I'm just saying this is what I do. And when I do it, something happens. It changes. The atmosphere changes. Start, put on some worship music. Sometimes my wife gets up before me. She's got worship music on. It sets the tone. You know, let your house be a house of prayer, house of worship. Invite the presence of the Lord in your home. Let's let's get over these bad habits. And let's walk in it. The good habits, the the things that God would have for us as a family, as a father, as a mother, as a daughter, whatever, whatever your capacity is in life, teacher, minister, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and watch what happens. Make it about souls, make it about kingdom, kingdom business. Be about the Lord's business. Get into the word. Do all, if you do these 10 things, I'm going to run through them real quick. Number one, go deeper in our relationship with God. Number two, get into God's word more often. Number three, become a strong prayer warrior. Spend time in the secret place daily. Also worship. Number four, kill the fear. Anxiety, doubt, jealousy, comparison, covetedness, pride, anger, manipulation, lies, haughtiness, rebellion, and get in line with God's plan for your life. Number five, live within your means. Don't go into debt and pay off bills instead of creating new ones, if and when possible. Tithe. This is an insurance policy in our finances. Become a giver. You can't outgive God. Number six, forgive. Don't hold aught. Don't operate in the spirit of offense. Number seven, don't keep listening to the same people who have shown you many times they're not credible. Hear from God. Test the spirits. Number eight, be accountable. Die to our flesh and be teachable. Seek wise counsel when needed. Number nine, come out from among them. Don't participate in the Babylon system. Be set apart and holy. Consecrate ourselves in it, but not of it. And number 10, speak words of life. Be a visionary. And remember, we are on the winning team as children of the Most High God. Come from a position of strength and victory. My friends, if you apply these things in 2023, you will have a good year. You will be set up for success. Oh, the stock market may crash. We don't even know what's going to happen this next year. They might roll out another pandemic. Who knows? Who knows what they got planned? Cyber attack? Maybe. Maybe it's a new war. Who knows? They're going to do something. We know they do. They got plans. Many are the plans of the wicked. But we, as a remnant community, are going to stand. No matter what, we're going to stand. We know we're on the winning team. We're going to come from a position of strength. We're going to praise the Lord in the middle of the storm. We're not going to grow weary in doing good. We're going to occupy until he comes. We're going to do what the word of God says to do, because when we do that, we are set up for ultimate success, not only here on earth, but for all eternity. God's favor and blessing will be upon you. And by the way, he will call you his own. You are his. He will say, well done, good and faithful servant. In fact, let me read that scripture real quick. It's found in Matthew 25, 23. It says, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Come on. I speak blessing and favor and expansion of your territory in 2023. Favor over your family, your finances, your life, your relationships, your job. We love you. We bless you, Todd.org. And we'll see you again in the new year. God bless. Shall I play for you? Hey, podcast audience, I just want to thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I want to thank you for supporting us. We could not do any of this without you. So many of you are heroes in our life. I mean that. And I know the Lord sees as well. And I just pray that he blesses you back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done. We're, we're on the move as a remnant. Uh, as you know, we're, we're occupying. We're, we're talking about the Remnant Revival Centers. Uh, we're talking about, um, you know, the core group being launched this year. Uh, I believe we're going to go in many different cities. We're going to just see the remnant continuing to come together, rising Uh, we call it the Underground Railroad for the Remnant. God is setting up an infrastructure. Yes, the world is getting darker, but that just means the light shines brighter. He didn't make a mistake in bringing us in the world at this time. Um, You know, we were made for a time as this. And uh, it's no mistake, by the way, that he's crossed our paths. And I just marvel at what God has done. I marvel at the healings, the praise reports. We're going to keep beating the drum. We're going to keep standing. When, When all else is done, what does the Bible say? Stand. We're going to stand, we're going to occupy, we're going to beat the drums of faith and just believe that God is going to go before us like he did in 2 Chronicles 20. He will go before us. He will fight our battles. And by the way, we're on the winning team and we win. We win. We're on the winning team. It's it's already a done deal. Uh, The battle has already been fought and won. Satan is under our feet. So listen, love you, bless you, thank you again so much for being part of this remnant community in the name of Jesus. And we'll see you very soon. God bless.